Hey, it's Karen Hunter from the Karen Hunter Show on Sirius XM Urban View. Here's a highlight from today's show. I didn't know who he was till he popped in. And I was like, I know you. You were on Big Brother. Before there was a cookout, this man was on there setting fire to the house. Big Brother 3, I appreciate him. Now he has a book. It is called Supreme Models, Iconic Black Women Who Revolutionized Fashion. He's got Dinah Ross in the background. I see mahogany, mahogany in the back. I see you. I see you. Marcellus Reynolds is here. Welcome. <laughs> I am in the building, y'all. Hi. Yes. Hi. Hi. Now, I knew you were fabulous on Big Brother, but this book is amazing. It is beautiful. If, if you love, you know, who couldn't go through this? And we are there. We are there. Tell me about the inspiration for Supreme Models. Well, um, Supreme Models, you know, um, before I did Big Brother, I was a model in the 90s. You know, I always say like 20 years and 20 pounds ago, but now it's like 25 years and 25 pounds ago. Okay, let's be honest, 30. But um, <laughs> that's how I started my career. I was a model and um, I got discovered working in a restaurant, you know, that whole story. And for like seven years, that's what I did. That's how I made my money. And I did pretty well. I was, I would say I was like a B-list boy. If Tyson Beckford was A-list, I was B-list because I worked with Tyson and I worked with all like the top boys, but I never cracked into that, like that top, top group. But I made a lot of money as a model. I was a really good catalog boy. And that was sort of where I discovered the love of fashion. And that was the way I discovered the love of models. Because as the gay guy, all the girls were like my best friends, you know what I mean? And they would tell me stories about, you know, um, this, especially the black girls. And it would be like, this hair and makeup person couldn't do my hair and they burned me. Or I went to the set and the hair and makeup person didn't know how to do black skin or black hair. And I got sent home instead of that white person getting sent home, mm. like stories like that. And I was like sort of packing those stories away, you know, along my journey. And then I started styling in around 2000. So I was styling and modeling at the same time. And that actually was like an eye opener, you know, like being on the other side, being like more like a client and seeing how black models were treated. And it was just this like, this whole journey of like how we're separate and we're supposed to be the same, but we're not. And especially how black women in that business are treated. You know, your skin is too dark, your hips are too big, your this is too that, you're that, that, that. You know, you're too light skin, you're too dark skin, you can never be perfect. Then how they pitted us against each other. You know what I mean? And it was no different when I got to Hollywood and became a celebrity stylist. You know what I mean? It was like, you know, I was always pitted against the other black person or I was pitted against the gay guy you know there was always only room for one and so for some reason in the back of my head I was filing away all those stories you know and that's what was the impetus for supreme models it just came about at the right time I was like you know what I'm gonna write a book and I'm gonna tell these stories now, <laughs> now this my sister some love now, you've also done Supreme Actresses that has a great Viola Davis on the cover. Hello, Viola, who's going to be playing Michelle Obama uh, in an upcoming series on First Ladies. Um, give us a story. Give us a story we haven't heard before. Um, do you want a story from Supreme Models? Do you want a story from Supreme Actresses? Do you want a story that's like dishy? Do you give, want a story? Give me, give me one from each that kind of okay. captures what it is that you want to do with these books. Okay, 
I'll tell you a story about uh, Supreme Models. I'll tell you the Tamiko Frazier Hines story. Tamiko Frazier Hines was dark skinned, beautiful. She was the first black woman to get a Maybelline contract back in the day. And a cosmetics contract is the gold ring. That's like the Oscars in modeling. So Tamiko Frazier is one of the few black women to get a cosmetics contract. And, you know, at this point, she's making like this. She's probably making like a couple million off of her cosmetics contract. And she's one of the like most famous black models in the world. But she decides that she wants to go to Paris and do the shows because they're fun. And that's where like you get, you know, seen by editors and yada, yada. So she goes to Paris. She stands in line. And she, even though she's the face of Maybelline with a global makeup campaign, right? In every magazine, commercials, everywhere. She still has to stand in line and wait to see like casting agents to see designers. So she goes to this one designer's atelier. Listen to me, atelier. She goes to this <laughs> Come on atelier. through, French. <laughs> and she's standing in line, right? Like all the rest of the models. And three hours later, she finally gets to the front of the line and she shows them and she, you know, hands them her book. And they actually say to her, we're not seeing black girls this season. After she stood in line for three hours and Tamiko was like, you don't think you could have like put a note on the door to tell all the black girls that have been here that were before me and after me that you're not seeing black girls this season. And why aren't you seeing black girls this season? And why do you think it's okay to tell black people that you're not seeing them this season as though our skin is a trend? Like we're a fad. And that's the kind of thing that we as, as people of color have to go through in modeling. So even though this book is really beautiful and it's an art book and there's like full color pages and there's over a hundred photos, some of the most famous photos ever to be taken by some of the most famous photographers ever, like Stephen Mizell and Patrick Demarchelier and, and, and Scavallo and Avedon, the other side of that is not so pretty. And those are the stories that I wanted to tell. And those are the stories that are in this book because I got an interview. I got to interview easily like 40 of the top black models ever. We're talking with Marcellus Reynolds. If you watch Big Brother, you'll, you'll know the face immediately. You're like, I know, I know that guy. Yes, I know that I'm guy. an all-star. Yes. And um, if, you, if, if, if you're into fashion, you'll know the face too because he's, he's one of those. Supreme underscore books is where you can follow him on Twitter. And as you're talking, though, Marcellus, I'm feeling like we're in this kind of weird bubble where things have changed, where, where you have Rihanna and Fenty and you have Beyonce and Ivy Park. You have, like, they are changing the game and they're making sure that black people are – represented every magazine cover now has to have I, I just saw Nia Long on the cover of something today I was like come on through Nia Long like there that that now is the thing do you feel like this is this is a fad or is or is this a trend or have we crossed over shout out to my boy JD Barnes he shot that essence cover with Nia and Nia looks like fire beautiful and she's in supreme actresses as well um here's the thing Yes, I feel like it's a fad and I feel like it's a trend, but Black Lives Matter and the protest put us front and center. And it was the reckoning in a lot of areas. You know, it was the reckoning in Hollywood. It was the reckoning in fashion. So it is up to us to keep that energy, to keep making these people use us in the right ways, to keep us front and center. 
Black folks spend billions of dollars on hair and makeup and fashion. And we deserve to be represented. We deserve to have our dollars speak. And we deserve not to be treated as some trend. Yeah, I'm seeing a lot of, I've seen a lot of more, a lot more black girls on the runway. I'm seeing tons of black girls on the runway. I'm seeing darker black girls on the runway than ever. But if you turn around and next season, it's all of a sudden back to white girls and there's no black girls, there's gonna be a problem. We're not going backwards. Marcellus, I have a question. Um, one of the things that I think is interesting is, I mean, I, I the protests and everything kind of brought a lot of things front and center. But what I think, I, and, I, and maybe you could tell me this in terms of styling and fashion, what I think is really the thing that's really breaking the bank is is the internet, that the, the access to the internet, which is, is, is people are finding their place and the gatekeepers no longer can can funnel that anymore. And comedy, even when we're looking at now, we're looking at actresses and we're looking at like, you have multiple streaming services. So now there's a need for so much more content, right? You There used to be a thing where film, if black people were in a film, it was a black film and black film was a genre, just the fact that there was black. And now you're seeing black love stories and black horror films and black, and it, you, 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 it, I just think the, I don't think that they can put the genie back in the bottle because the scope of the internet is so wide. People are finding, I mean, not to, not to, 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 to advocate this, but Kyle Rittenhouse got $200,000 for legal fees. So there's a market for everything, and I think that's the problem that they don't have the gatekeepers. I was just wondering if you could kind of talk on that in terms of fashion and style. Well, here is the thing, right? So the internet, and especially like Instagram and TikTok, sort of did remove the gatekeeper. Right. And it also gave the model a voice, right? So she can, if something goes awry, she can immediately go to her millions of followers mm -hmm. and she could tell them what's happening, right? And so you've got models like Joan Smalls and you've got models like Ebony Davis who really peel back the, you know, peel back the curtain and show the wizard's ugly face, right? And when they did that, it was like, the, that was when the consumer all of a sudden was like, wait a minute, this happened to you? They had a voice. Right. And the last time, and the last thing anybody wants when you're trying to make money is to seem politically incorrect. Right. You know, is to not become incorrect. Right. You have to now put your money where your mouth is. And right. that's, the, that's the beauty of the internet. So yeah, there is going to be that edge of the internet that, you know, is going to support a whack job like Kyle Rittenhouse. But right. there's also that, ed, that end of the internet that's going to hold power accountable. Right. Right. And it's going to work to redistribute power. And that's really what we're seeing right now with models and with actresses and why these books are so timely. Mm. All right, we have less than a minute. Uh, Supreme underscore books. Tell us about one story from Supreme actresses, iconic black women who revolutionized Hollywood. If there's one thing you have to do, you have to read Gabrielle Union's forward. Gabrielle wrote my forward. Viola's on the cover. Lapita Nyong'o's on the back cover. I got Oscar winners on the covers. But, but Gabrielle wrote the forward, and she talks about just what we were talking about, Dante. She speaks to that power. She speaks to that unevenness and who can green like this. 
and she speaks to that whole thing and she holds nothing back. She holds white Hollywood. She holds it accountable to the black actress who has been for years making them tons of money and not seeing that reciprocated. Mm -hmm. So Listen. if you read one thing in this book, it's that forward. It is fire. Thank you, Marcellus. Hey, this is Karen Hunter. You can listen to The Karen Hunter Show live every Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. East on Sirius XM Urban View Channel 126 or anytime on the Sirius XM app.